All right, everybody, welcome back to the Better on Paper podcast. This is the Monday after all kinds of hires, and we have some huge uh, coaching news to talk about. We also have quarterback to talk about, but the biggest thing of the day is actually something that is unrelated to football. It's super important that we need to discuss. Super Cam is actually watching some movies that he should have watched 10 years ago, and uh, he wanted to give us an update. Cam's watching movies? I'm just going to hit these and then we can talk about them for as long as you guys feel necessary because I promise you I've I've been geeking out. So, uh, you all ever heard of this movie called Interstellar? <laughs> a time ago, yeah. I saw it last night for the first time. Actually, I tried watching it after the Zag St. Mary's game. I fell asleep halfway through. So that scene where like Matthew McConaughey's crying, like I felt nothing emotionally. So I knew that like I've been nodding in and out too much. So I was like, let's just turn it off and restart it the next day did that wild movie y'all ever seen same director y'all ever seen inception yes <laughs> like 10 years ago yeah well yeah. i saw it like a couple weeks ago for the first time nuts <laughs> tom hardy was yeah. that was crazy that whole meme like oh yeah i'm i'm just shocked you've made it 10 years without reading a spoiler about it online I yeah. know, like, dude. Well, that's the thing is that i i legitimately like have inception dreams and i didn't know that's what that was until i saw it but I like my body will put myself to sleep within my dream to convince myself that my dream wasn't a dream. And then I'll like wake up and be like, oh, this is real life. And then like something will happen. And then I'll like wake up the next day being like, wait, like how that was so crazy. How did this happen? And it was like, no, that wasn't real. And like, I have to like, have that reality check in the morning. Yeah. This what same director. I, I promise I'll be done with the Christopher Nolan stuff, but this is the last one. You guys ever seen the movie called The Prestige? Oh, yeah. I saw The Prestige like 15 years ago. It came out like 2007. Yo, that might be the most genius movie I've ever seen in my entire life. I was actually – it's funny you say that. I was literally thinking about The Prestige this week. I was like washing a pot and I was thinking about that movie and I was like, oh, fuck. They're twins. Spoiler. <laughs> Yo. Spoiler. 15 I, years later, I'm like, oh, 15, shit. Bro, I, Cam, that's how we're we gonna do geeking Cam, about that what we're gonna do is we're just gonna start giving you movies that are old that you should have seen by now and like i'm gonna even go way back on this one but this is one that you might like if you'd like some of those the game with michael douglas is the star okay that one's like again thriller definitely all, like, haven't seen it mind fuck. definitely yeah. know who michael yeah douglas that's a good one is. Dude, yeah, I used to we want you to prestige. go watch these and give us a weekly report on these old movies that you're watching oh, and then they you know another yeah. one another famous one that ever Y'all ever heard of The Departed? <laughs> yeah. The Departed? Yeah, if fantastic it's not, movie. Yeah, yeah, I heard of it, haven't, haven't seen it. Oh, well, Thomas, you bum. Yeah, Go that's, see that's going to be yours. <laughs> that, that's okay, I just watched that See, but now we're entering the era of like movies that didn't appeal to us when we were in like middle school, that came out when we were in middle school. But yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, I, we probably... I don't know. I mean, my family probably wouldn't have let me go see The Departed in sixth grade. It seems a little bit older than that. At least if you're in is my house, a, if you're in my house, but maybe not. The Departed's all time. That, that, that that's not Nolan, though. Is that, that's, no, no, that's, Scorsese. that's Scorsese. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. and like Shutter Island, or I, I got to see. Island. Never seen Shutter Island. Never seen. All right, Island. that's your first one. Is Shutter Island? Perfect. We'll yeah. watch it. Well, we could do this after we watch the Kevin James as Sean Payton. I was gonna say we still need to watch. Yeah. Still, we still haven't done that review. Maybe maybe that'll be one of these episodes. <laughs> all right, I think I'll give you guys my last crazy one that everyone's seen except for me. Gladiator. Got to see that one too pretty recently with Russell Crowe. Are you not entertained? Anyway, well, (laughs) if if you haven't seen it, then like I I actually feel less guilty then. So that makes me feel good. 
But yeah, that was another yeah. famous. Cam, did what's up? Did you spend a hundred dollars on Blu-rays last week? No, um, I promise you, I didn't. Not last week. <laughs> 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 yeah, been a wet, just let, it sit, let that one sit for a sec. Next up, I'll just tell you guys. Next, <laughs> next up that we have from not today that I'll get to not next week, maybe, but at a future point. Never seen the Terminators. Never seen the Blade Runners. So yeah, we've got we've got all these like eighties sci fi actions that are like we're gonna go down the aliens. Yeah, we're going down like that whole route. Terminator is definitely like ninety nine. <laughs> Not the first one. We have to get like Cam to just start watching all these movies and try to like see if we can have him write like a blog about all of these movies and then type it into like Chat GPT and I, like see like who comes up with like the better summary of these movies that's more entertaining and see what happens uh, yeah I, i've got it it's called like yo did you guys ever see interstellar and they're like yeah you know gravity was like the fifth dimension i'm like what and they're like <laughs> what, are, what are you why is this guy talking to me about this old movie um, no <laughs> one's visiting the blog you should start your water cooler talk every day at work just be like so did you guys see this movie? That actually like, is what I do at work. That's actually what I do at work. <laughs> hey, have you guys seen The Blind Side? <laughs> <laughs> Yo. That was Michael Orr, that was a crazy story. Yeah. Sandra Bullock, great actress. Uh, that's, that's How about that I, Van Wilder, huh? I actually have seen The Blind Side, so ha. Huh. That's not a blind side in my past. All right. Yeah, but, but in 2008, <laughs> that was right up our alley, so. That's true, and I did see it in 2008. Um, yeah. Anyway. Well, uh. Well, since this is a football podcast, we should eventually yeah, get to football. We're, we're so um, we can that. talk about some of these head coaching hires um, and some of the coordinators that kind of came with them um, or you know, got hired in different positions. But uh, the first that I really want to start with, because I think it was the most entertaining uh, introduction out of all of them, was uh, Jonathan Gannon, the D.C. for the Eagles. That's now the head coach of the, the Cardinals. Uh, There's always he's one. a weirdo. There's always one. He's a weirdo, man. Last I, don't, year, I don't know what's last year. It was happening. I don't know. Last year it was Nathaniel Hackett with like the kind of like weird fun press conferences. Two years ago it was Dan Campbell. This year it's Jonathan Gannon. There's always one. Let's let's hold out judgment. We Nathaniel Hackett didn't even make it through a year. Dan Campbell looking like he actually knows what he's doing. So definitely, I mean, I, it wasn't a strong first impression to me. But I mean, we'll see how he is as yeah. a coach. I mean, I mean, for those of you who missed it, he's just did some weird things. Yep. Uh, the weirdest thing that I saw yeah. was it was the Cardinals tweeted out a video of him like going up to each player and talking to them and like saying hi and like, introducing himself. And when he went up to Rondell Moore, he didn't like really even say hi. He just started going pew, 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 and like moving his fingers like he was like shooting off things. He's like, shot, shot. We're taking shots. And Rondell Moore just looked at him like, what is like what's going on here? Um, and I don't know if like he inherited this like cringiness from Nick Sirianni. Like I really don't like. I don't know. Nick Sirianni was another was, one. That was with just the, bad with the, with the press conferences. The rock paper scissors. That was another one. Turns out he's actually pretty good. There's always one. Well, man. I think that's yet to be determined because the Eagles didn't play anybody all year. We, we we established this. They they didn't play anybody than Mickey Mouse and then whoa still lost to a hurt Mahomes in the Super Bowl. So it is true. Know. I mean Jonathan Gannon. He's coming in. He's like, hey, I'm the defensive coordinator that couldn't stop a one legged quarterback. But hey, he's got he secured the bag, but it's okay. Um, he's going in. I'm the defensive coordinator that got beat multiple times on the same exact play, just run to the other side hey, uh, for touchdowns. Corn dog, corn dog's in that kind of play now. Um, you know why they call it corn dog? Because <laughs> they love to eat. Um, that's, that's what they said in the interview. I don't know. I don't know. That's that, I don't know. that's football talk. You know that's how they name plays. 
I've been there before. Yeah, he, <laughs> Jonathan Gannon also just like was slathering all over Tyler, Tyler yeah. to a point that was really uncomfortable. Like it started to like border on like fetishing. It's like you him. get it. It was just weird. Like you get what he's doing. One, he's like, this guy did just get the last guy fired, so you know. Um, so it's like I get. <laughs> it's like you get what he's doing. So he's been playing Call of Duty for the last like month preparing. He's like, I'd hate to piss <laughs> this guy off. Um, he's yeah. kind of moody. Um, <laughs> so I get it, but it's just it is odd because it it also doesn't really feel like Kyler warrants that level of. Like it's all like when when Nathaniel Hackett like at least with Russell Wilson it kind of made sense when he was like Russell Wilson holy shit oh my gosh I'm so excited you know like he had yeah, this at whole, least the dude won a Super Bowl like it made sense but now it's like with Kyler it just feels I don't know like it just feels more like an act which is what you know it's what we're saying he's doing mm-hmm. is this is inauthentic from Gannon um, but hey but it's inauthentic yeah. you I mean, know he I mean, just kept saying only reason I took this job is because if you if you weren't here I wouldn't have taken this job. Like, first of all, bullshit. If you get offered a head coaching job, you take the head coaching job. That's so, true. I mean, that's just that, like, you could make an argument that's bullshit. that it's like, hey, you know, like similar to Kyler, Jalen, like, you know, like, hey, like, ah, it's kind of like what I just came from. But he is a defensive guy. So it is like, uh, but like, I can, whatever. I could, if you're hoping that Kyler does like Jalen like things and like, I get it. I get it. But yeah, it, it was, it was just a very weird. I don't know. Like, he just took it too far. Like instead of just like saying it in the press conference once, then he had to like make a big deal about it to like him in person again. You don't need to just, interrupt like, the press uh, conference to like run out of the room to go see him because you're yeah, so surprised yeah, was, he's actually at the facility, which I get. I'd be pretty shocked that Kyler was at the facility too. I'm like, whoa, Kyler's here right now. It's the off season. I it's thought just, it, it's yeah, just he uses weird. the I mean, film room to play Call of Duty on the big screen. That's smart. Dude, like I, I, I could see like, he's the guy that would like walk up to like James Connor and like try to relate to him about his cancer and be like, Hey, so like you had cancer, man. I'm sorry. Ooh, okay. You know? And like, uh, it would just be weird. Cause like he kind of did that. He kind of like, Hey man, I just respect you so much. Like, bro, like, he didn't on, say it. I, was born he was like, I get it. I'm a cancer too. I know. Like it's just right. like, he's just saying, he was just saying, let's get some final really thoughts weird. on this guy and move on. We're spiraling. <laughs> Because it was final just thoughts. really weird. I don't know. Like, I, 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 maybe he's going to be a good coach. I don't know. But he just kept Fi- saying some final weird, weird thoughts, things. It really freaked me out. The final thoughts. I mean, Kevin, especially being a Niners fan, is that we are going to be hyper analytical of this guy's performance. Clearly, like this guy. Hi, oh, absolutely. You and you're correcting my words and saying that I don't say them right. I love when Nick Sirianni nags me. Yeah, Mister <laughs> Off the Cuff or a Cusp or whatever was the wrong one. I can tell you. It's like a two know, years ago. Get that you, I say the wrong words. I don't know why, but it's wrapping up. <laughs> we're done. We're done. It's just Kevin and I are going to be. We're going to be like on yeah. this guy. We're going to be negative. My yeah. thought. I don't my know, thought. Off the cuff. If, if you come to a team to cater to Kyler, that's a recipe for disaster. Because I don't think he's worth catering to. And I think if you don't cater towards him, he's not going to. He's going to get. When's moving. it stop? And so it's a lose lose for anybody coming in there. Yeah, that's yeah. all I got to say. Absolutely. All right. Um, next one I want to talk about, we'll take the other Eagles coordinator that got hired uh, as the Colts head coach, Shane Steichen. Um, I think this will be interesting. Um, again, this comes from a, he had one good year as an OC. And do you want to do introductory press conference reactions? Did you see his? I mean, sure. He, I did not see his. He like, he like started crying and was like, I just want to thank. I'm not, not going to mimic him crying. That's mean. But he was like, I want to thank like Nick Sirianni, my best friend, who's a brother. 
I want to thank and like named all these coaches. And then he was like, I want to name. And then he named the entire offensive stat, like all the offensive players of the Eagles. And he just like rattles them off, saves Jalen Hurts for last, but like even goes like, thanks, like AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, like Jason Kelsey, like Gardner Minshew, like throws Gardner Minshew in there. Like not to be, not, not to be nitpicky, but I am going to say, I don't think that he got this job because of Gardner Minshew. But hey, he's thanking Gardner Minshew for helping him get this job anyway. Like he is thanking, he he rattled off like a hundred names. So that's why I bring that one up because he was just like crying and super thankful of everyone, but like named everybody. And it was like, yeah, like so, he had a so, list. Like, it was ready to go. It was not movie reference. It wasn't, never, actually, never mind. I'm not going to make a list joke here. It's just, <laughs> all right. Now, again, but like, how can we, but, we're spiral. Yeah, well, so here's the thing. Here's the thing is, is that it, with that, it gives the vibe of he doesn't f- like it. It's one thing to be thankful and grateful for all the people that got you there, because like truly, it's like hard to get to that position. You need a lot of things to go your way, even if you are a really good coach. It's like totally understand being emotional and like wanting to be like thankful to everybody. But there is a point where it starts becoming like, do you even deserve this job? Because clearly, like you're saying everybody else is responsible for you getting it, not yourself. Like at some point you got to be like, I had a lot of help to get here. Thank you to all you for all your help. And like, now it's time to get to work. And for us, it would like, you got to kind of like give your speech of like two sentences of thank you and then move on. I think, yeah, I think when, I mean, when you say it, not to, not to like be mean to the guy, but like when you thank Gardner Minshew in this kind of like speech, it's very clear that now you're just going towards the, I don't want to leave anyone out, so I'm just going to include yes. literally everyone. But did, yeah. did he mention Ian Book? He might have. <laughs> like, Because that's the point where it's like, okay, backup, if you got reps, yeah. He might have. Maybe he did something. He might have. But if you say like the third stringer who like doesn't suit up. He might have. That's. He might He might have. Like he, he, he named everyone. Like it was a long you know, list. I'm a big um, Ian Book, yeah. but you don't got to well, shout him out. All, all I could say is, is that we all think it's a shame that Jeff Saturday didn't get that job. It so, is, you know, damn he's still a Colts shame. fan though. He, he put a video saying he's a Colts fan. That's so, a Colts fan still. He's rooting for the Colts. I'm so glad that Jeff all Saturday them, didn't so, take know? it personally, uh, and that he's still found it in his heart, <laughs> his big heart, to continue to root for the team that made his career. Um, honestly, yeah. now we can like not hate the Colts anymore because now they made a hire that made sense and just hopefully they don't fire him after one year, even if he sucks. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, Jeff well, Saturday made sense for that interim period. Oh. From a, <laughs> from a financial perspective. Uh, from, from a pure publicity perspective. From a pure PR financial, put asses in seats, make people excited for the team. I don't know if it was making people excited. It, it was a business decision. Business decision. He didn't no. need to make you happy. He had to make Colts fans not pissed. I, okay. <laughs> Next one. Yeah, yeah. We can talk about it. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. we talked about a lot of the other head coaches already. We talked about Tobiko Ryan going to the Texans. We talked about Sean Payton going to the Broncos. We talked about Frank Wright going to the Panthers. Um, the the bigger news that I have about all of those is less the actual coaches, the head coaches, and more just a couple of the random kind of situations that they found themselves in. Let's do it. Um, specifically, uh, Frank Reich apparently almost hired Dan Orlovsky as like a quarterback's coach. That would have been wild. Uh, for the Panthers. But that actually wouldn't that have was, made That me, was a weird one. That would not have made me too upset because it's just like a positional coach. And I'm like, if you're going to be hired from the media into coaching, like you got to be doing that positional where it makes sense. Like if he was like Dan Orlovsky as my OC, I would have maybe had my pitchforks ready to go. But quarterback's coach, I'm like, I, that, I get it. That makes sense. But he didn't do it. Yeah. So who cares? Yeah. Um, 
the D'Amico Ryan's uh, there's not a whole lot I want to say about that situation. He's a great coach and I hope he, I hope he does well there. But uh, the Sean Payton situation just keeps getting more and more juicy. Ooh. The more things come out about the Broncos. Yes, um, let's do it. It turns out that Russell Wilson, uh, it apparently had an office, uh, with the other coaches up on the coaches floor. So they had the coaches offices and Russell Wilson's office. Oh my God. Like what? That <laughs> And like he, but, but he said he had like, it wasn't like he had office hours, but he basically had like a, he he said that he told teammates he had an open door policy. Like what? What do you? What? I. I don't. Like know. what? what? I, I don't. And know. then eventually they took his office away from him because they realized how detrimental it was. Like week fourteen. Like what is going on? Like do, just be a normal human being. Like that's all. Like, like he's he packing is up, wholeheartedly deserving. Walking out with his like box, and they're like, "Did you get fired?" And he's like, "Nah." Just don't have my office anymore. No. He's like, I gotta go put this shit in a locker. <laughs> um, like, I, I cannot imagine the situation. Like, in what scenario do you give your quarterback an office? And what a situation is a quarterback? Do you want an office? Because well, like, wouldn't you want to be with your team and like be in the locker room with your like your teammates to be able to develop that chemistry and just even just like dumb conversations that happen like that helps you build that camaraderie and trust. Why wouldn't you want to have that? That's just so bizarre. I I understand it from the perspective of. Russ had a massive ego. I think he still obviously he still does. And they had a first year head coach who was a a first year head coach. B not Pete Carroll. So when you got a guy who is not a no bullshit guy like that, and you're trying to make him happy, and you're trying to lure him over, I'm sure it's one of those things where like in negotiations he's like, "All right, I've already got 20 bathrooms in my house. What else can I get?" You know, he's like, "Give me an office." And we'll give you an office. He's like, "All right, shock. I guess I got an office." I think I think Russ having another hard nosed experienced head coach is going to be good because someone's got to rein him in because we've seen Russ. The weird thing about being it too is let loose. Yeah, we have the the thing that like makes it all weird for me, which is I'm like I don't know. This is just it becomes almost a paradox. Was like Russ says, I am bigger than the position. You know, he's pulling the LeBron thing, so he's like, I'm bigger than the position. I know what we need to do here. So fire the coach and the GM. And bring in Sean Payton because I know what's best. We need to bring Sean Payton in here. And then they were like, no, and we don't like that. And we believe in the coach. So if you want to go be the man, go be the man. And they send him off and Russell Wilson goes to be the man. And he's not a very, doesn't really rise to the occasion. Nathaniel Hackett gets fired. But now he's got Sean Payton, which is who he wanted all along. So I'm like, I don't know what to do. Because it's like originally you're like, oh, he wanted to be the man. Last place in the division, Pete Carroll makes playoffs. Like, clearly, we know how that all goes down. Except for the fact that Russ was like, I want Sean Payton specifically. Allegedly, this is the story. I want Sean Payton specifically. And that's what the Seahawks are saying. So that's not like Denver hype train coming out about the match made in heaven. Like, this is Seahawks slander coming out of the Seahawks building. But now he's got Sean Payton. So it's like, do we assume that it... I mean, I don't want to assume anything. But that's the part where I'm like, it's a paradox almost to me. Like, I don't know what to make of it. Because it's, I think he got what he wanted. Yeah. In a way, I think coming from the the, the Seahawks slander area, I think he said he wanted uh, Sean Payton more from the perspective of, I don't want Pete Carroll. I want a veteran coach who's available, and Sean Payton was currently available at the time. He was currently available. He also wanted to get the GM fired too, though. But I, yeah. but I think it was he, more. He, I don't he, want Pete Carroll. It was, it was. I think it was much yeah. more of that than Russ, I think Russ I'm wanted to cook. Incredible. Yeah. Russ wanted to cook. Is what so Russ got to cook. he went. If I get Sean Payton, we're not going to run the ball anymore because Sean Payton's not a run first 
like coach. Yeah, I mean, he saw he might what be. he did with Drew Brees. Like Sean Payton is a Sean Payton coaches where he finds your strength and he coaches to that. So it's like he's not because people are like, oh well, they're, like with Javante Williams, this is just like like some offseason fantasy talk that I've been hearing. But like they're like thinking about like with Javante Williams, who's their big running back. Like, oh, we're gonna give like he's gonna get an Alvin Kamara like role. But they're like, no. Sean Payton created an Alvin Kamara role because it worked for Alvin Kamara. So just so he's not going to like come to Denver and now try to like force Javante Williams to be as good at. So who knows? My point being there is if Russell Wilson sucks, they might be a run first offense because Sean Payton's not going to like make Russell throw it if Russell can't throw it. And I'm not saying he can't. But I, I think can. that was where Russell was coming from, and and Russell and, and who knows, right? And Russell's going to say, "Oh, I just want the best coach for the team," and all this was wrong. And he's denying it, which means it. You know, if he's denying it, he can't possibly be lying or misrepresenting it. So if he's denying it, it couldn't have happened, right? But he's exactly. denying saying that he wanted all these things to happen. So you know, who knows? And that's what he's going to say. But um, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Obviously, we thought the Broncos are going to be good this year, and they weren't. So, um, but now they got Sean Payton. So let's start the hype train again. Yep, I think they'll be better this year than last year. Market. It's not saying much. I, yeah, <laughs> but I don't. I don't think they're going to dominate. But I think that their offense will be cooking some degree more than it was last year. Yeah, and then they they hired Vance Joseph was their D coordinator. They hired former head coach. Um, so. Uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how that turns out for him. Back, back in the in the mix. So, yeah. Um, All right, you want to get into some? Yeah. Oh, oh. The only last thing before we get into quarterback news is nothing on head coaches really left. But the other, the other big hire that will be interesting to see is the Vikings hired Brian Flores as their defensive coordinator. Oh, we've still got Um, one other one after this too, but yes, this was a big deal. Oh, well, to me, that's a big deal because the Vikings defense obviously sucked last year. So um, he's going to make them way more aggressive. doesn't mean it's going to work, but he's going to make them way more aggressive. I think it's an interesting, uh, interesting hire for them and we'll see how that turns out. Um, Yeah. The Vikings are going to be an interesting team going forward because clearly they have the talent to win games. Just a matter of, can they get over that Vikings being Vikings kind of hump? So we'll see. We'll see. And then the other big, we'll uh, the other big uh, coordinator hire was Washington. Eric Bieniemy betting on oh, himself, yeah. saying, "All right, well, if I can't get a head coach for whatever reason, but he's like, people clearly are saying that me being in Kansas City is why I'm not getting it. So he's going to one of the worst ranked offenses last year uh, to be the offensive coordinator. So a horizontal move." And he's saying that hopefully this will get him noticed and get him some credit. Ron Rivera, not an offensive head coach, so he will get all of the credit. Um, we will see how successful he is. But one thing's for sure is if the offense is good there, he is going to get all of the credit and vice versa. A um, little yeah. fun note. This is a very Ron Rivera thing, too. He did get a bit of a title change. He's offensive coordinator and assistant to the head coach. Which is a very Ron Rivera assistant thing. head coach or assistant to the head coach? Oh my god! Okay, now I don't know because <laughs> I know that this is Assist- like the office. Oh my gosh! Um, uh, do you mean associate head coach? No, assistant head coach. No, I'm pretty sure he's assistant head coach. It's assistant but... head coach or assistant to the head coach? I, I think so. I don't know. I, I'm I'm using. I'm pretty sure it's not assistant to the head coach. I'm pretty sure. Definitely not to. Definitely not to. Assistant is head that coach. like assistant head coach? Is Del Rio also assistant head coach, or is this like actually supposed to be? Like, all right, you're like the number one coordinator. I think it's supposed to be like that. I mean, this is. It's kind of like I mean, Ron. Rivera I don't even know. I, does things like this. Hey, are though, we in the so. trust tree? Or, sure. Can, can we? Can I be? Can I be honest? Maybe. I don't even know what the assistant head coach is because 
you don't have to be a coordinator to be assistant head coach. There's like a lot of position coaches that get the title assistant head coach. Like Anthony Lynn for the Niners last year was the running backs coach and assistant head coach. It's like, I don't really know what the title even does. Like that's a dumb thing. I, I like, I feel like I know a decent amount about football. That's not something I know. About. I think it was, well, I mean, it was a weird, and I think it was done just to be like, I want credit. I, I, I think it was just like, give me a title that, you know, just for the sake of it being a title, you know, I don't know. But I think it was, I mean, it was clearly done as a way to be like, he's coming here because he wants to be a head coach. And so that's why he's leading the Chiefs. Is like, he's like, I'm doing what I can to be a head coach. So we'll see how he does. But that yeah. one was a pretty big hire. See? Pretty big hire. Oh, well, do, we, do we want to roll into we want to go into quarterbacks. quarterbacks I, think, I think the Commanders is a perfect segue to leading into... That's just what yeah, I was it's a perfect say. place to start, for sure. Yeah. So let's start off with... News today out of the Commanders: Eric Bieniemy does not have his quarterback in Carson Wentz, which is great for Eric Bieniemy. Um, commanders cut Carson Wentz, cut. or released him. Deal. If I if, if there's a yeah, difference. but they didn't they didn't even get anything for him, right? <laughs> what would they get? What are they going to get? A third, no, a half a no. bag of chips. I they would know. not. They <laughs> traded. A, they traded a third rounder for him, and they were like laughed at and deemed giving up too much to get him. And then, so they were not getting a third round back. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it, so it's unrelated to the quarterback news too, uh, it, but it's related to the Commanders. Uh, Dan Snyder apparently is blocking Jeff Bezos from bidding on the Commanders, um, which is pretty funny. But which um, he's still doing petty. anyways, though. Yeah, but he's like, literally, he won't sell it to him. He basically saying, I'm not going to sell it to you, which is really funny. Um, yeah. So I wonder if like, you know, it, maybe we're all, you know, let's think of 3D chess here. Dan Snyder, his goal here is to sell this team and then screw over whoever he's selling it to out of spite, right? We assume that's probably what Dan Snyder's motives are. So maybe Carson Wentz actually is the guy and he's telling them to cut Carson Wentz to spite the next owner. That. That there's nothing that I've seen on no. the field that shows that, that supports that theory. Because uh, here's yeah, the I thing: if you want to screw the no. guy, you you, you want him to Carson pay Wentz. a lot for not a lot. So you'd want to prop Carson Wentz up as the guy and be like, "Oh, he's so good, we're super good." Yeah, you and sell the team when you, they think it's yeah, better. Is that, yeah. is that why they hired the enemy? Mm-hmm. Well, that's <laughs> funny. I'm like, see the re- the way you screw over the the next round of ownership is you say, "Hey, Carson." I love what you've seen seen from you this year. Let's do a five year, fully guaranteed contract for two hundred and thirty yeah. yeah. million. Oh yeah, and you have some massive cap hit like three day, three years down the road. Yeah. And you're just like, no, it's fully guaranteed. With yeah, let let new ownership's got you. It's Bezos' money. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> that would be actually yeah, that'd be pretty funny. Do you think Carson Wentz would yeah, do no, it? I, I mean, I he gets so. paid unlimited at like unlimited money, but then he's also kind of like. The only reason I'm getting this is because I suck, and it's to like stick it to people and say you get me as a piece of. I, I think he I think he cry all the way to the bank. Like at that point, you yeah. take the money like, and I you're cry. just really happy. You like, never have to work a day in your life. Yeah, I'd try to. Yeah. I mean, here he doesn't um, have to work a day in his life. Right? Yeah, yeah, I know, but even even more so. Like I would be, yeah, I, I would do that. In he's gotten that. He's um, that yeah. good streaming. That never mind. We we talked about it with someone else. Right. So, so well, we don't need to get into who's replacing him, but Heineke. The guy or no? Well, apparently they're going to let Sam Howell, not necessarily giving him the job, but they're saying he's going to get the chance to be the guy. So um, Sam Howell did play really well. 
his last game of the year and beat the Cowboys pretty resoundedly. So um, we'll see. He didn't like have a great game or anything, but he like looks pretty solid. So we'll see how he ends up turning out. Um, we'll see. I you know I, I don't know. I feel like I don't have a lot of faith in him, but there's a chance. It's hard. We'll see. I'm not saying the Commanders should give Taylor Heineke the starting job by any means, but I feel like if they don't give Taylor Heineke the starting job. I, I don't know why I get this feeling like Taylor Heineke's just going to leave and be like, all right, well, I'm out after everything I've done for you. Like, you're still not giving me the respect I deserve. Not saying Taylor Heineke deserves it, but I don't know why. I've just been getting the vibe that, that Taylor feels like he he's done enough to, like, have the job. And he's a little annoyed that he hasn't got it. But we'll see. I mean, he's... I could be... He's a player, though. You know what I mean? Like, when he, when he plays, he's played better than Carson Wentz. You know, he carries himself like a starter yeah. you know he's he's got that swagger he buys the fucking just, pair of jordans every time he beats a team like yeah. he's got that dog in him you know what i mean if, if if he had the skills to match all that which in some scenarios he does i could see him being as not successful i could see him being a starter somewhere in this league so if i can see that he can see that you know what i mean i guess yeah i just especially being on a team like the commanders where they just like been a revolving door of shit for so long to be I'm finally giving you some level of stability. Like it's not I'm not I think Aaron Rodgers. I think it's a like dude like respect me still being here. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it's a Ron Rivera thing too. Like I feel like it's one of those things where it's like maybe he kind of knows his role a bit, but I feel like he probably and he did deserve to be the starter at the end of last year then like with Ron Rivera just kind of like randomly benching him at the end of the commander's season. I don't know. I can feel like how Taylor's just like, I don't want to be under this coach. Like, F this guy. Yeah. We'll I, see. I mean, it, he's going to get a shot, and maybe they'll end up, you know, doing something for a quarterback this offseason. We'll see. But um, I, 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 I think it wouldn't surprise me if the commanders, like, here's the thing is, is the ownership's going to make this call, right? There's two sides. Is The coaching staff's going to say, we want, like we need our job. So they're going to try to do the best they can to win right now. But in some ways I would say it might be smarter for them just to wait and draft a quarterback next year, um, ride it out with these two guys and go from there. Right. Like <laughs> see what happens. We'll um, see. but I don't we'll think see. that they want to give the first pick to whoever the new ownership I mean, is too. So if, if, if um, I'm trying to yeah. sell this team, I've got a win now mentality. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm shelling out for pieces to build up a good team so I can raise that sale price. But, you know, there's a lot of different stuff at play between ownership and coaching. Yeah. So um, will, do we want to move say, on to the quarterback that everybody down. I just, is talking my, about? My last bit is I feel like no one has talked. Everyone's been talking about these quarterback situations. No one has brought up Taylor Heineke's future with the commanders except for us. And I'm also shocked as to why we're the first to do it. I feel like it's worth yeah, talking I, about. I, I, think every, I think everybody's down on him. I think no one sees him as the guy. And I think nope. that we're people only see him as a stopgap guy yeah. and they don't see him as ever being the guy, which, which I get it's not wrong, but also you at some point give the guy a shot. Yeah, right? I get and oh, I yeah. get it, but I'm just like, how is he not even just like being brought up as a conversation as a stop? I don't know. It just is weird. Anyway, way to go, Taylor. Wish you the best. Yeah. 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 I wish him the best. He, I feel like he deserves it. Worst guys have started in the last three years. Um, do we want to move yes. on to the, yeah. the quarterback everybody's talking about? There's a few. Mr. I can't see. It's really dark in here. Let's do it. Well, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has emerged from his silence darkness retreat 
And apparently the Packers just don't like him. He's seen his shadow and he's got another one. Yeah, apparently in that time, the Packers (laughs) soured on him and decided they're moving on. That's all rumors. We haven't heard anything official. What do you guys think? And there's no news, by the way. There's no news on it. Yeah, as of right now, there's no news on anything, right? I mean, maybe he'll announce it on Pat McAfee tomorrow, right? But yeah, we'll see. But but here's the thing is I don't understand with Rodgers is he could get traded, but I think it really screws the Packers over cap wise. So I, I don't know how this is going to work. Like he wasn't going to retire. Like, let's all just like put that out of our mind. He was never going to no. retire. He's going to get paid $50 million next year. Like the, the man will be playing football next year, For some but like whether he plays it for the Packers or whether he plays it for another team is the question. I don't know. I think it's because if they trade him by a certain date, it's like less of a cap hit, but then if they trade before, it's more of a cap hit. I don't really know what the I don't know the business. What what, what the exact situation I is? I just there. think that it's in Aaron's best interest to stay with the Packers because I feel like I if agree. he goes anywhere. Look, I I'm going to do exactly what Aaron Rodgers hates, which is I'm going to tell you what I think is going on in his head, and I'm going to speak on behalf of Aaron Rodgers right now. So I'm, I'm going to piss him off, but I'm, I'm going to give it a shot here. I don't. If I've seen anything, Aaron hates it when people put expectations on him and stuff like that. Only he's allowed to put expectations on himself. If he goes anywhere other than the Packers, there will be the expectations to win a Super Bowl and to be the guy. And that also means to now put in all the extra work to make that kind of thing happen. Aaron kind of is, I don't think he wants to retire, but he definitely strikes me as the, I want to do it my way and I just kind of want to do things. I mean, he could... He didn't make any effort to do stuff the last few years, so it's to say he like he wants to put that extra mile in. He doesn't because he hasn't been doing it. And I feel like if he goes anywhere else, he's going to have to put that extra mile in. I don't think he's necessarily that guy anymore. I think he's kind of hit the point in his career where he just wants to play and be competitive and cash checks more than anything. But like the what goes into winning a Super Bowl, like the like that whole thing, I I don't know. I think he I think it's in yeah, his I, best I, interest I, to stay with the Packers because I think he can be a little complacent. And R E L A X there, but if he goes to the Jets, yeah, I I totally agree, I, I totally agree. But I don't, I I think it also comes down to like who has the assets to even trade for him, right? Because like he, he's going to demand a lot of money, just or a lot of you know trade value, um, because of he's a three time MVP or a four time MVP, whatever he is, you know, he's still a very good quarterback. So I mean, the possible destinations that people are floating are obviously like the Raiders and the Jets, and even the Commanders can get floated out there. It just they random all have places. The like, I don't know. They all have the assets, but but they might deplete their entire team for him, and then he's going to be in the same situation he's in now. Well, that's yeah, he right? wants which is he wants to go somewhere where he can have a shot at winning next year. You know yeah, I mean? and like he, he doesn't want to be part of the rebuild. And I think like if he goes to the Raiders, let's say the Raiders are going to have to give up some of their assets for him, right? Like it. And they don't have a ton to begin with because they already traded a lot away for Devonte. So like I don't I don't know, yeah, yeah for Devonte and like yeah, could him and Devonte win a lot of games together? Of course, we've seen it. But like, yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. Like at what point do the Raiders have enough capital to to get there? Is he going to vibe with Josh McDaniels? Because Josh McDaniels seems like kind of a prick, you know? Like I don't yeah. know. Like what? Like I mean, that seems like it's Devante not going to be a good match. In a bad division. I mean, that's when they were the Cream de la Cream. They'd be going to the AFC West now, which. We expect better things from the Broncos, but there's still the Chiefs and the Chargers who are better than the Raiders last year. You know, so yeah, it's yeah. Are you, you that at that point? 
you're not going to be able to sign Josh Jacobs then if you're the Raiders, right? Because Aaron Rodgers is going to take up way too much of your cap. Which I do think it's possible. But like the, the Raiders, want to sign Josh like Jacobs Josh anyway. Jacobs kept that team alive in a lot of the games just by being a stud. He did. Right? Like they won a few games on his back. Um, the NFL's leading rusher, right? Like the, the dude looked awesome last year. So like he's going to be gone if you do that. Now you start looking at other bits and pieces and going, are they going to be able to keep enough of that together with him getting that big of a chunk of salary? when they're also going to have to give up something to get them too, whether it's draft picks or players or a combination of the two. I don't know. It's going to be tough. I mean, Russell Wilson got what? Three first rounders, two and two a second, two first, two, 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 so first, two, two, two twos and some players. And then also drew lock into a fan, right? Yeah. Like, which those aren't huge, but it was still players. Think, right. And I like, think that's it, I don't know. It's just, I've been seeing people say like the, with both Rogers and Lamar, regardless of, uh, like who? Because spoiler, we'll be bringing up Lamar here later. Like if a team trades for them, it sounds like people are saying it's probably going to be two ones and two twos, most likely. So, yeah, which I mean, it would make sense. Which like, makes I, sense, I, yeah. I, and I get it. It's just like that's a lot to give up. And now, at what point? Like you have to have a team that has a win now ability. Like honestly, the only other team that would make sense for this would be like the Eagles, who don't need a quarterback. Right, like, because the Eagles have a ton of draft capital, they could actually do this, and it would make sense. The but Eagles like, need that draft. You know, capital. they don't need a quarterback. They also they're going to need their draft capital. I, they they lose a lot of guys too. You yeah, seen, this year. Have but, you seen their their list of t- their like the free agents on their team? And who like who's up together? Yeah, yes, there, there's a yeah, lot. It's, it's there's a lot, and then there's a lot. Yeah, do you think it's, Tampa just goes from old man to old man? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think no, they did say today that they're going to let Kyle Trask compete for the job. Whatever that Ooh. means, I don't know. But they're going to let him compete for well, it. Well, if you're, it, so you're we'll Kyle see. Trask, you got to be um, excited that they're going to at least allow you to go out and try to win it. Instead of them just saying, yeah. like, nah, <laughs> fuck you. Dude, if, if I got to chill behind and learn from Tom Brady for two years, that's incredible. You know? Yeah. Versus being one of those guys that gets thrown in there year one, expected to be the guy, and gets chewed out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I love Josh yeah. Rosen. We'll see what happens with Rodgers. I mean, God, I hope I hope it happens on Aaron Rodgers Tuesday, uh, which would be tomorrow for us, if you're listening two days prior. Um, We're going to get some tidbits, yeah. But I, I hope, yeah. yeah. I mean, I we'll mean, at least hear here's about the, thing the is, is, here's, Street. My, my prediction is one of the two, right, is he's either going to come out and be like, yep, I'm staying with the Packers, or he's going to say nothing about it. Because if he decided he wants to leave, he's not going to say that because it's going to screw the Packers over in terms of being able to make a trade and they're going to, it's just going to cause all kinds of shit where like, yeah, you don't want to show your hands. So like, I think it's very possible that we learn nothing. And I think the longer that he doesn't say anything, the more likely it is he gets traded. I think he's going to say nothing aside from the fact that he's going to be like, everyone's just asking me about this. This is all anyone cares about. And I get that I'm out of the darkness retreat and no one wants to ask me about the darkness retreat. All anyone wants to ask is the revelations I might've had about this during the darkness retreat. I just feel like it's going to be a thing about how he's mad that anyone even cares about where he's going. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. My bet is he stays. Yeah, I I bet he stays. I gotta say... I bet he stays. I think it's in his best interest if he stays, but I I don't know. You have to remember, too, the team has power and leverage, and I do think that the team has maybe had it. And I think I don't want to say the team wants to trade Rodgers, but I I don't think the Packers are like we need to keep Aaron Rodgers like they felt last year. I think this year they're open to it, and I don't know. We'll see. I think it comes down to what, I just what think, the market is with other teams because we're saying that like we think Aaron Rodgers gets two, two two ones and two twos, but if 
the best after all of this, like if teams are just like, yeah, if we're going to pay him 50 million at this age after like how he kind of acts and handles himself. Like we'll give you like two twos or like a one and like a three. Then the Packers say, all right, fuck it. We're not trading him. I don't know. Cause that's also important too. I think he wants to stay. I think it's in his best interest, but I don't know, dude. I think it's possible. If, if someone's willing to pay, I can see Green Bay just saying, fuck it. We're done. Let's do it. Yeah. I just think at this point, it's still hard to replace Aaron Rodgers from a, from oh, a performance yeah. perspective. It is. I mean, and yeah. it's, it's easier yeah. to not trade a guy than to trade a guy because you got to find a trade partner. you got to make the deal work. Yeah, so. You would have to get a haul for him because I think the salary cap hit's big enough where you're not going to be think, able yeah. to like, I just think Andrew wins things. out in this one. I don't think he moves. And I think realistically uh, he's got – Speaking of some years, of his other – And that's kind of the window that I think teams would be looking at is a three- to four-year window. Speaking yeah. of other target locations for Aaron Rodgers, we mentioned Vegas, who is conspicuously without a quarterback. Yeah. And that quarterback was Derek Carr. Where do we think Derek Carr lands? If the Jets, let's say we assume, let's say we assume Rodgers is staying. Then he's going to the Jets. I, I think. You don't think he reunites with uh, Jack Del Rio in? Uh, Hell no. No, I, I, I could see him going to the Jets. I, I think the, the thing is, is the Jets. It, it's tough because the Jets have to figure out what to do with Zach Wilson, right? Because. It, Unless the Jets trade Zach Wilson now, in house they know what they want to do with Zach Wilson. Yeah, but they but they they have to make a decision, right? Because they can't sign Carr and then expect to trade Wilson. It's just not going to happen because Wilson's going to be worth nothing to anybody then. Because who's going to trade for him? Because they have no leverage in this situation. Because they're like, well, you're just going to have him sit on your bench. Fine, just have him sit on your bench then. And they might they, right? they like, truly might have him sit on the bench. So what do you trade? That would be. Picks? Yeah, but I mean, at least we can recoup something from this because otherwise he's just going to sit there for four years and do nothing, and then you know, or two, two or three more the years. Jets have a good his deal. Yeah, it's and, it's tough. I it is like, they could eat it. I don't know. I mean, I think the Jets are the problem is they like, got you, serviceable you backups. Play, at this you know, point, you don't need the Jets, three backups. You can't play him, right? Like as the Jets, you cannot play Zach Wilson if you sign Derek Carr, right? Like if Derek Carr were to get hurt, Zach Wilson isn't the guy that you can put in there because he's lost all faith and ability from the organization. Clearly why they went out and found another quarterback because they didn't believe he was the guy. You, like at this point, you like out there. you're better off getting something for him, keeping Mike white or J- and Joe Flacco as your backups and moving or on. That, that's nor you just kind of hinted at it. Derek Carr gets hurt and you throw Zach Wilson out there and he plays well. And then now you can actually trade him for something because then everyone knows that you're not. Yeah, but I don't think, him. yeah, but you don't want to play that risk. You'd rather have, his confidence is shot at backup. this point. Yeah. Like, right? Like, you're an organization that basically just said, We had no faith in you to, to be the guy, so we had to sign I somebody else. I really don't pay a whole bunch of money to have him be the guy. I think if they can trade him, they can trade him. If he's on the team, they'll just bottom him, like, bury him at the bottom of the depth chart, like, number three. Who cares? Like, I mean, like, we saw, like, like the record, mm. like, the carousel go with Josh Rosen, like, and he was a number one overall. Like we saw him get, have his carousel, and like just people stopped caring about him because they're just like, "Well, we're going to take Kyler." And if that means Josh Rosen, has I to mean, take he, capital, number ten overall, yeah. Kyler number one overall. You still get lucky when they bust on their. Kyler oh, was yeah, number yeah, one contract, overall, so everyone you know knew I mean? that they weren't going to do anything with Josh Rosen. Yeah, no, so, I mean you're not wrong. That was also Cliff Kingsbury, so that's you know, true. We learned how great. And I, yeah, I'm not. Was, I'm not but, trying to say that they, yeah. the Cardinals handled that well or genius. I'm just saying. I think if you're the, I I don't, if you're I the don't. Jets, you realize that you have a good roster right now. I think they're also going to shoot for Aaron Rodgers. If they don't get Aaron Rodgers, it's going to be Derek Carr. 
I think Derek Carr understands that's the situation with any team right now, and I think he's okay with going to the Jets. And I do think the Jets want Carr, and I, I really do think that they would try to make that work. I just think it, there's other things that get complicated in that situation. So yeah. my prediction is, is he's going to go to the Jets. Um, I don't think he's going to go to the Saints. Um, that just doesn't seem like a good fit, and I don't think that roster is in a position to win right now, even with him as that quarterback. No, um, the Saints are not just too much in the, now mode at all. They're in salary cap hell. They can't afford forty million dollars to pay him. Like it's just it's yeah. There's no does, way. Does Carr get a look at Tampa? Mm, I don't. Maybe. Maybe they'd have to throw him the bag though. I don't think so, but maybe. Like they, they stand there and win now mode. They were in win now mode two years ago. You know they still got. They yeah, still got all a lot their, of those pieces. Though. All their best players are starting to age out of their contracts, and so I think like if they if they think. If they think that a, they're a quarterback away, which I mean they had Tom Brady last year, right? So like I don't know, that's tough. But that's tough because uh, they'd have to pay him forty plus mil. And but I see, just don't know. So you get him for two years, and it's kind of like a, you know, he gets to finally show he can do something good with some good people around him. They age out. He, you know, raises his stock. They get to basically just buy low. You know what? High. I'm just gonna say. I mean, not super. Low. I'm just gonna say it. I don't think anyone in the NFC South gets a quarterback this offseason, and they all need one. And I don't think any of them get one. It's very possible. It's very possible they I all just I will say there. there's actually only one yep. NFC South team that I think maybe gets a quarterback, and I don't think it happens. But in that one, well, I'll save it for when we, we're, we're done with Derek Carr stuff. So teaser there. But, but I, yeah, I don't think Derek Carr is going to the NFC South. Although he could win that division. I think we're wrapping up Derek Carr. So. I mean, if he goes anywhere in the NFC South, he can win that division. All right. Well, now we are moving on from Derek Carr. Can you got any more? Yeah. To, Atlanta uh, trading for Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Um, although, <laughs> That's all right. just because you wanted to be Michael Vick. Although I don't why? think – first of all, what I want is for the Ravens to pay Lamar and keep him. But there is – this is a – this is a situation. This is not a – this is the not fun situation. Um, I feel like the Aaron Rodgers is the infuriate, infuriating one, but there's some fun to be had there. Like this Lamar one, I feel like is, I don't, I mean, does anyone? It's just bad. Well, this, this is a simple solution pay, that the people have been saying forever. Yeah. Pay Lamar. And, like there's yeah, no, but here, but there's there's the no is, theorizing about other options. It's just, that's the only well, logical conclusion. They've, they offered him more money than what he's asking for. He just wants it all guaranteed. That's that he wants a fully guaranteed contract, which with his one, his last year's injury risk, right? Like he was injured all of last year, all of that. Like you fully guarantee his contract. Like that's a lot of money where if he gets hurt now, you owe him all of that and you're in your screwed. Um, and it counts against your cap and all those kind of things. But still like it's, it's a lot to say. I want $250 million guaranteed. And I think they offered him like 280, but like 180 of it was guaranteed or 160 See, but, was guaranteed. Which, which would be so accurate. Like offering him more money. Because be guaranteed yeah. means you're not going to not get yeah. that money. So saying 280 means nothing. If it's not guaranteed. Well, to Kevin's point, so that I actually get that, could be accurate too. Cause but, they but if he plays well, he would continue off. to get the money. They said it was, they said conversation talks for the guaranteed money was a hundred and million dollars off. So I mean, what Kevin's saying would be in line with the reporting, though, is that they probably did offer him 180 guaranteed. But also, there's the thing: if you're willing to guarantee 180, just like guarantee the extra 50 million and just make it 230. Like at that point, like you really are like, like 
180 million guaranteed versus 230 versus 230 is really not that different like it that's more when you're like it's the 100 versus the 180 or it's like the 110 versus like it's that's the difference but 180 230 here's the thing is i think i think why it's a problem and i'm not an expert on salary cap stuff and everything but the biggest thing with when you guarantee that much money up front is obviously there's the injury risk right which is a big thing um, especially with someone who plays as he does, who, although I think he's gotten a lot better at not taking big hits, he has been hurt a lot, which is a problem. But the reason why you don't just go that extra 50 million is because if he were to be somebody that's continually getting hurt, now you have someone that's going to take up 50 million of cap in one of those years, right? Now you're year four or five. And if it's someone who would typically no longer be on your roster because he's getting hurt so much, now you owe this guy $50 million and you're in an Aaron Rodgers situation, except he can't even play potentially right like that's the biggest issue is is you're guaranteeing a ton of money that's still not a small amount of money when you're looking at a four or five six year span like that's a full year's salary and you're taking up what i mean the next like even if you're paying a top flight receiver a top flight running back and a top flight linebacker you're still getting to like 40 million right like you're losing out on massive amounts of money and awesome talent to help fill out your team um, because you're guaranteeing that money to somebody who potentially wouldn't be able to. Yes, play. but here's that's a huge correct. Problem. But now here's the crux of that problem even more. And it's just this is the way of the world right now. You're right, except now if you don't pay him, someone else will, and now you're missing out on that talent with that 50 million. Except exactly. now you don't have a quarterback, and so now what are you going to pay with that extra money if you can't have? Like it's very much if you have a guy, you pay the guy to keep the guy. You better hope that the guy that you got is not going to be like, I want it all guaranteed. Not. Like you hope that you're going to get a, someone like Tom Brady, that's willing to work for the legacy. But I mean, if you get a guy, the the worst thing you can do is not pay him and you leave. And now you have no one. Like you'd rather have the 50 million of dead cap because of an injury and you're keeping your quarterback happy than have him walk. And now you've got no one at all. So it's like, I, well, and then you're and also going to pay Lamar. You're the, you're the team that won't pay the guy, which, you know, yeah, and it's like, now here's, but but the Ravens historically have been a very well run franchise, are. right? This isn't like it's not the this Browns, is not the Browns right? like, It's not like it's not the Browns, it's not the Bengals, that, that it's not true. some of these really like historically bad run franchises. The, the Ravens have typically done a very good job running their franchise, um, both from drafting, team work, all of that kind of stuff. Are you ready for it? Because you're right. This is my this is my Lamar Jackson prediction, and it's not going to happen. But if this is this doesn't tell you, I don't know about the Ravens organization. Then damn it, I don't know what else I can do. Because Kevin and also they're a really well-run organization because they don't put themselves into financial trouble, which is partly why they're still yep. so, so well-run. Which is unlike other organizations. Other organizations are willing to do that. That being said, you also say, "Well, you have to pay Lamar. You've dedicated your entire roster building around this guy. Like if you get rid of him, also you get rid of the guy. You get rid of the guy that you dedicated this entire team for. You can't just drop someone in there and it's okay. Like this only works for Lamar Jackson." Or a Lamar Jackson type. So who is willing, who's desperate to win and wants a star quarterback? Why don't you just trade one for one Lamar Jackson for Justin Fields? Chicago will pay Lamar Jackson all the money that he wants. They're ready to go. Lamar Jackson will be happy. And what do the Ravens get? A mobile rushing quarterback that they can keep their entire system around. And he's on a rookie contract. So now they can kick the can on paying the quarterback, which is what the Ravens always do, which is wait to pay. And that's what I'm saying. If you, So I'm thinking, and the Bears still get their number one pick, so whatever they do with that is whatever they do with that. 
But if you're the Ravens, I mean, that's what you get. You get Lamar Jackson out. You don't have to pay your guy. You get a quarterback in there that runs the system that you can do and you've already built, and you get to delay paying him for another three years. Because also, if the Ravens wanted to pay Lamar Jackson, they would have done it two years ago. Like the, the, the thing, what they would, what they wouldn't probably do a one for one. They would probably do Justin Fields and like others. But like, it's not a bad. You're not wrong. I think it's that actually is a very interesting uh, take. Um, and I think Justin Fields with John Harbaugh would be interesting. It won't um, happen. It, it's not a it bad won't take. Happen, but I'm just like, it makes sense. But just because things make sense doesn't mean it'll happen. Yeah. But but here's the thing with Lamar is as much as you know he's now it's pretty much universally agreed upon at this point he's a, he's a very good quarterback right the, he does come with the risk right and so it, it, when you are making it, let's look at for example the Browns last year obviously Deshaun Watson was a totally different risk but he was a risk they spent a ton of money on him and they spent a ton of money going forward on him and now. He was bad last year. He wasn't just, uh, he was bad. Yes. Different situation. Different situation. I know. But now they're stuck paying him where if he never gets any better than he was last year, that's going to be the, one of the worst contracts not to defend him, but he did take two years (laughs) off. So the Browns are kind of like, he sucked last year, but they're almost kind of like, we didn't need him. He didn't choose to take two years off. Well, he he did choose to take one one year <laughs> off. He, he did, did choose to take one year off. One year he off, did. he did. In the Texans, he did <laughs> choose. I'll, I'll counter with something anyway, else. Anyway, so he took and time out. Is, you, you basically so they're have, hoping that he's better. You basically That's have all my points. Sorry. You basically have Christian McCaffrey that can throw a football. Would you pay Christian McCaffrey knowing his injuries? Well, the Niners not two hundred fifty million dollars. I mean. But Guaranteed. he can also throw the ball better than Zach Wilson. Oh my gosh! Okay, I'm just saying it's not necessary. I, I, that's the thing is the, the whole point. The, the, the whole point here, right, is like I'm just if, saying if you pay Lamar, I'm not saying he's worth it's a massive guaranteed. risk. That's the I problem, think they right? meet somewhere in the middle, and risk is something you have to take because we're in the era of absurdly high quarterback contracts, and he's an anomaly think, in that he's not. A pocket pass. He's not a. He's not a. Cur- cur- I don't presence. think they mean. You know, he's not a Derek Carr. Yeah, he's, they he's much better than that. But yeah. yeah, I don't think they mean. No, I know. But I here's the thing: is is and Lamar and Lamar representing himself in this whole thing. It might work out for him, but there's a chance that he gets screwed in this whole situation too because he's trying to like represent himself and not having someone that's actually able to handle these negotiations in a way to work out favorably for him, right? Because then there there's also weird stipulations within these contracts, right? Where we, we talk about all the guarantees and all these kind of weird things. I think you give well, agents like, too much credit. No, <laughs> to an extent though, these agents work out weird little things in these contracts and sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad, but like they're like, even we're talking about the stupid clauses like Kyler Murray having the needing to watch film clause, right? Like these dumb little things that get worked out in a contract where Lamar, if they would say, okay, you're going to get 250 million guaranteed, but we're going to require that you do X, Y, Z and these certain conditions get met. Well, he might get screwed in this situation because they, because of those conditions that he just said, well, I got the 250 guaranteed, whatever. Right. You know what? Like he I'm not saying he gets that. A guaranteed, he gets a guaranteed. So but it's, it's only guaranteed if you meet certain conditions. That's the thing is, guaranteed isn't always guaranteed depending on how it's put together. And the way these agents are able to work these deals is they go in, they work the deal and they're able to put a big sticker price on it. So then they can promote to all the other players. Look at all the money. I got this guy. When in reality, that money never actually saw the player's hands in total. 
Um, Which is why Lamar wants to do it himself and just says, I want this fucking money. So we'll see. Yes, I think, yes, I think, but he, but, I think but he, he has to be able to actually do it better than what these agents that do this. I think he gets a guarantee. Too. I think it's somewhere in the middle. I think he stays. What do you guys think? Does he stay or not? What one word does he stay or not? It's really I think he hard. stays. We're making predictions here. Yes or no? Does he stay? I think he's gone. I think if the Ravens wanted to keep him, they would have made. They would have already done what they should have to keep him. I mean, this is all right. About the Kev, 11th does hour. he stay? Yes or no? I said he's staying. All right, want two stays, one not stay. We'll we'll follow back I up hope on he that. Stays, man. And we got one more quarterback in the rotation right now. Uh, sexiest man alive, Jimmy G. So handsome. Uh, I Jimmy G. So going handsome. To He's, like he's a, going to the Saints. He's, he's like the, he's the ultimate. He's the Saints quarterback. I, I just I, I see it. Like he he's just gonna go be there for two years. He's gonna sign the Mariota contract, except with the Saints. Um, and like I don't know. He's he's gonna be fine. The team has enough little pieces around him where he's the perfect player for their organization right now because they're in salary cap hell and they can pay him $27 million versus having to pay another quarterback $40, $35 million if they wanted an elite guy. But he might be able to be just good enough to get them into the playoffs and win that division because that division sucks. That division does suck. That division does suck. It's funny. It's like there's really not that much to say about Jimmy G. I think Jimmy G is the bargain quarterback that's out there. I mean, my my hot take for the Jets, you want Jimmy G. You don't want Derek Carr or Aaron Rodgers because you already have the roster and you want to save at the quarterback. And Jimmy G's shown that if you give him a good roster, you can take it there. Um, I mean, there's yeah. a Robert Sala connection, but I don't think he goes to the Jets. Either that's who the Jets should want. Um, Saints are in cap hell. I think it makes sense that they take the discount bargain quarterback as opposed to the premium. I think Jimmy G's, yeah, he's a low risk known quantity. He's not coming from like a, really drama-filled situation. He's not going to bring anything bad into the locker room. I won't be surprised if he lands anywhere, you know? Yeah. I think any team that we're talking about that might reach for for Carr, for uh, Aaron Rodgers, it could be seen as the smart, shrewd move for them to go with Jimmy instead. Yeah. Yeah. Just save a little money without, like, taking a big hit in terms of performance. Yeah. You know? And he would, be, he would be willing to sign for a one- or two-year deal with yeah. that, like, and discount, it's, it's, too, it because he needs strategy. it. Right. It's yeah. a strategy thing at that point, right? Are you going for the win now with with Rodgers, assuming he's available, or are you going for, you know, someone who can bring a little stability and like shore you up at quarterback without breaking the bank while you, you know, yeah. refresh in other parts of your many parts team. of the team if you're the Saints. So we'll s- I think I think Jimmy G is unfortunately the most boring one to talk about right now. So yeah. yeah. No, I, mean, I think so too. I, I just hope he does well. I could be out of line it. on this, but I feel like this year compared to more other recent years, it feels like this is like as far as the market for quarterbacks, like it feels like there's the most teams that are in the market for a quarterback where there's guys available, but you also know at the end of the, the offseason, not everyone will have a new quarterback. There will still be teams that came into the market and did not leave with anything. I yeah. love the musical chairs. It's just this. I think Derek Carr did himself a huge favor by just ripping the bandit off early and saying, "Hey, I'm looking for a new team." You know, I think he got a huge advantage there. And to say, by the way, know, officially or not, he's allowed to talk. And to, to say, by the way, you might as well just do this because 
if you're going to trade me, I don't want to give you guys anything in return. Yeah, and and he didn't he didn't let the Raiders string him along, and then maybe he gets caught holding the bag halfway through the offseason when they decide they can't reach an agreement Derek or Carter something. Is living life. So yeah. I, this is the best life that Derek Carr's ever. Lived. I feel bad for him, but at the same time, I think he's I finally got some peace, right which now. he I feel deserves. Like he's living the best he's ever lived right now. I mean, right now, he. I mean, other than Aaron Rodgers, he's the guy. Can we have two very different perspectives on on Derek Carr? Well, so. I know, but also this is me being nice. <laughs> other than Aaron Rodgers, he is the guy right now. He is the premier free agent quarterback right now. If it's oh yeah, he's and there's the no ball. guarantee that Aaron. Rodgers yeah. leaves. There's a one guarantee. You know, Derek Carr's there. So I mean, like he's he's getting taken to nice dinners. He's getting told he's going to be a first ballot. Well, no, and that's what I'm family. saying. That's right? what I'm like, is... Derek Carr's living the life better than he's ever lived the life right now. Yeah, he's going to get Aaron Rodgers gave him a gift somewhere. in that he gave him a head start with like yeah contacting all these teams. I don't know. So I was like, I know we usually sound like I'm talking shit about Derek Carr, but like right now I'm being honest. Like he's he's got he's doing good right now. He's in a good situation right now. He's getting a lot of fruit baskets sent to him. Yeah, I'm not I'm not being mean. For once (laughs) in my life, I'm not being mean to him. This man is is swimming in I mean I can tell you that anyone that fucking pays him is paying is making a mistake, but that doesn't mean that he's not like loving the loving the life of like getting strung along for it. He he's gonna get the bag. He will. I just think it's tragic that him and Jimmy G are on the market now. Sad to see the band all breaking up. <laughs> but, you know, that's just how it goes. That's just how life oh, goes. Well, well, considering we haven't had football for two weeks other than the XFL, which is electric, um, this, really? is a, this is a good episode. Uh, a yeah. lot to talk about, both coaches, quarterbacks, all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe next week we'll talk a little XFL, uh, some really cool no. changes and just different things that they're doing. It's a lot of fun. Um, we don't have to get into everything about it, but just some of the, the interesting little things. So the XFL is a little testing ground for the NFL. So um, they're trying out some different things. The transparency of it's pretty fun. So, uh, yeah. Allegedly. I like what they're doing. I, I'm i a, I'm a big not believer on that. It'll translate into rule changes for the NFL. Yeah, probably, I like what they're trying. Who knows? Um, just since we're talking about coaches, if anybody saw the Eric Bianami video, Shaking hands with all his players, oh, it was, just like it perfect, was, perfectly oh, recreating so the funny. Key and Peel Obama it handshake. Was, it was oh, so if you funny. haven't seen it, look up Eric Bieniemy Key and Peel handshakes. You just got this it's big so white lineman just takes in. Yes, sir. Decided <laughs> to go over the playbook with you, get in there, good. And then I don't know <laughs> who came up next, but it was an African American player, and he just goes in for like the hug handshakes, like my boy, good to see it. Like it was just <laughs> yeah. literally the NFL posted a video, which is hilarious. Of that, like frame for frame above the Obama Key and Peel video, and it's almost that is, like beat for beat. It is like that's awesome. It's so it's so painfully obvious. You got to think that he did it on purpose. It's so. I had fun. someone send so it to funny. me at work, and I was like, maybe I don't watch this at work right now with the sound on, so I didn't. But that reminded me, I do actually have that video that I need to watch because I haven't seen it yet. So <laughs> I'll forward it over. Really, it's just a reminder that Key and Peel was. So ahead of its time and so, so good. They're good. so good. They're so good. I'm gonna yeah. go rewatch a bunch of that it's now. Fair. It's See timeless. <laughs> it's classics. All right, listeners. Until next week. Peace.